What's up, everybody? It's your draft queens, Kate and Michelle, uh, on a beautiful, beautiful Monday morning, uh, coming fresh off of Masters Weekend, Michelle. Um, that is not everything we'll talk about today, but it certainly is a good way to start the week after a bunch of golf down in Augusta. How are you doing this Monday morning? You're just, you're seeing all the spring words. It's sunny, it's masters, it's golf. It's wonderful. It's a wonderful time to be alive. It's wonderful. Is it Easter? Should I know this? (laughs) Easter passed, so happy belated belated Easter to you. Is today Easter Monday? (laughs) Yeah, today's Easter Monday. Okay, there she is. There she is, everyone. Now she's awake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, Kate really pays much more attention to the masters (laughs) than anything else in the world, if that doesn't tell you it right there. So very sorry uh, to all the Easter bunnies out there. But uh, (laughs) if you celebrate Easter, if you celebrate Passover, or if you just celebrate the Masters with us, happy Monday morning. Uh, I hope everyone's enjoying all of these different holidays in all different ways. But we have much to celebrate on today's Huddle, Michelle. Um, Little did I know that the headlines we have today, we are at the convergence, again, of every single sport (laughs) under the sun. So we've got a lot of headlines and a lot of headlines that have to do with really big championships and a really big weekend in sports and and week in sports. So I'm excited to get into it. Hell yeah, as always. And uh, if y'all have not listened to the huddle before, it's the best way to start your Monday in our humble opinion, because you'll have all the latest news, gossip and headlines in sports to chat with all of your friends, coworkers, family, whoever will listen to you for the rest of the week. That's absolutely right. So I say, Michelle, uh, without further ado, we should just get into it this morning and uh, go through these headlines. We've got 10 today. So um, it's legitimate. It's legitimate. It's legit. Put that 60 seconds on the clock and let's rock and roll this huddle, baby. Let's do it, baby. Okay. (laughs) In three, two, one. Huddle up, Michelle. The LSU Lady Tigers beat out Caitlin Clark and her Iowa teammates 102-85 in the national championship game to win their first basketball title in school history. The victory also made their coach, Mulkey, the first women's coach to win a national championship at two schools. And for the men, UConn captured the national title over San Diego State in their fifth NCAA win since 1999. Mm-hmm. The Miami Dolphins' Tyreek Hill says he'll retire after his contract ends in 2025. Hunt Auctions has announced the private sale of a bat used by Babe Ruth circa 1920 for $1.85 million, a record price for a baseball bat. And the Denver Broncos legend John Elway is no longer employed by the franchise as his consulting contract has ended and will not be renewed. Phil Nicholson was happy to be back at the Masters for his favorite week along with other PGA pros this past weekend. The Italian Open for Tennis will award women an equal prize money pot in 2025 and we're out of time. We did bad. We did, we did like really bad. Although we did bad. I think I forget that we're timing and I'm just trying to sound like on air. Let me read these. I need to read faster. Yeah. I, I need to read faster too, but I have an excuse this week. Actually. Okay. What is it? I feel like I have an excuse every week, but here's a new fun flavor of the week for (laughs) Kate. Um, I had, so I've been going to like an in-person working space and they have this coffee machine where the coffee's a dollar. So in New York, I'm going to buy coffee at this place all day long. (laughs) Yeah, a dollar. That's a steal. A dollar coffee. Uh, It's amazing. So, um, but the machine 
it makes it really, 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 really hot. Okay. And I burn the middle of my tongue. So okay, I can't talk as fast. That's your excuse. Anyway, uh, I think we just put too many words here and we're reading too damn slow. Uh, that said... As we always tell you, yes, we are competitive. We like to get these all in in 60 seconds, but we're not going to leave you hanging. You have to know all the things. So a couple other headlines we had in here. Uh, Mm -hmm. As you know, I'm a new F1 uh, fangirl. Uh, There was a major Alpine driver's collision uh, at the uh, race last weekend, but luckily Pierre Mm -hmm. Gasly escaped a penalty and a potential race ban. Okay, so like, oh, well, I'll ask after. Uh, We had two other headlines we didn't get to, though. I know. One was uh, about Lionel Messi moving to Saudi Arabia and how that's increasingly likely after his PSG talks have gone south. Interesting. Interesting. And uh, Travis Kelsey, this man certainly knows how to get his ass in every little bit of the entertainment world. Uh, He is going to be hosting a music festival in Kansas City during the NFL draft weekend, which is coming up soon. My God, good for that guy between his reality dating show, his SNL hosting thing that just was a couple of months ago after the Super Bowl, and winning the the Super Bowl. Yeah, winning the Super Bowl and now hosting a music festival. In my my next life, I would like to be Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Oh my God, he's amazing and he's fucking hilarious. So yeah, good (laughs) for him getting his little butt everywhere. Um, Can I ask a question about the Alpine drivers and what that is and what happened if you watched it? Because I know you've been like, you're our new like race girl. I love this. (laughs) Okay, so yes, uh, I will take that nickname. Um, The Alpine (laughs) drivers is in reference to every Formula One team, Alpine being one of them, has two drivers. This race that happened for the Australian Grand Prix um, was absolutely crazy. There were multiple red flags for multiple crashes and multiple incidents. And one of them was Pierre Gasly, who drives for Alpine, uh, actually crashed into his teammate. So a lot of times what can happen with this is like they have to look back at the tape, decide like, was that intentional? Were they, you know, were they out of line? So um, this unfortunately cost Pierre Gasly uh, his fifth place fifth place finish he had an awesome race until the end and it was a disaster um but they um the f1 crew looked at it and there was no penalty and no race ban so some there's very strict there's very strict rules for f1 we'll get into that on drafts on drafts at a later point in the season Mm -hmm. um but you know this is uh these are drivers going to 300 miles an hour and so when these when these crashes happen uh, nine times out of ten, it's it's not necessarily someone's fault. They didn't do anything wrong, but sometimes they have to review them just to make sure there's no foul play. Mm, got you, got you. Okay, well, too bad about like the non-win, but I think we all know the first two headlines by this point. If we're talking about winners, indeed. Uh, congratulations to the LSU. I believe it's the Lady Tigers, but they should just be the Tiger. That's a pet yeah, peeve just of mine. The tigers, like, yeah, the LSU the tigers. tigers. And uh, LSU Tigers for the ladies and the Yukon Huskies for the men topping our brackets this year. Uh, congratulations. Congratulations. I think only like 3% of people had the Tigers winning this year. Wow. kind of interesting. Crazy. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, there was definitely, there were a ton of upsets uh, on the men's side. Uh, yeah. We, we talked a lot time. about Caitlin Clark, actually, even as of last week, but she wasn't able to... Uh, to bring the title home for her team, but uh, definitely came down to some really exciting games uh, till the end for March Madness, as per usual. Yeah, absolutely. Did you did you watch the finals? I, I did. I did indeed. Yeah. It was so good. All good Final Four matchups. It was really, really fun. Cross the board, men and women. True. 
I actually read somewhere that I believe that this year's women's finals were um, watched more than any others in history. So we love to see that as as two females uh, on the mic talking about sports. That's we love that. Yes. You know what else I love to an extent? Like I'm going to have a little bit of a soapbox about this and uh, I don't know much about the Italian Open, but I do love that they're equalizing the award prize for men and women. What I don't love is that it's by 2025. Like, can we yeah. just do that right now? Yeah. So the Italian Open is not one of the big, you know, grand slams for tennis. That said, uh-huh. it's still just nice to see these types of headlines. I did scratch my head on that as well, wondering why it takes two years to do that. I'm not sure, like, can't you just say this is how we're going to do it and do it? But yeah, Or just uh, take I some am... from the men's pot. How about that? Uh, yeah, maybe they have to raise money. I'm not entirely sure how yeah. it works. That said, I agree with you. I don't think it should take that long, but it is good to see uh, things like that in the headlines, and hopefully that becomes more of the norm rather than a uh, striking headline that we need to read out loud. Yeah, it should not be a striking headline, hopefully, that by 2025 we all come to our senses. But I love it for the Italian <laughs> Open, and hopefully everyone else, like, reading t- equal prize money and 2025 makes me laugh because it's going to be... Like, the year 2025 to have equal rights is just ridiculous. <laughs> okay. or Speaking of 2025. <laughs> speaking of 2025, uh, I was sad to read this headline. Uh, Miami Dolphins wide receiver, also the cheetah, as he's also known, Mr. Tyreek Hill, uh, one of our favorite wide receivers in some ways from the NFL, retiring after his contract in 2025. Is this going to be like a Tom Brady retirement, Michelle? Or is this like for real, for real? I don't know. I This one kind of caught me by surprise. Um, I He's he's only 31, which, you know, I guess in uh, in football years, you know, that probably you add at least 10 to that with the, mm-hmm. the hits and, and stuff <laughs> that you take. So he doesn't, he's not, he's not incredibly old. He's, uh, he, but what he, what he said was, is, he wants to go for 10 seasons. So I think it sounds okay. a little bit more like um, this is his goal, 10 seasons. He wants to do other things. Okay. He wants to go into business. So there's more things, you know, for him to to do. Uh, he was traded to Miami in 2022, four-year deal, $120 million, uh, which at the time made him the highest paid wide receiver uh, in the NFL. So guess what? He's not doing bad in terms of money. He's also not doing bad in terms of on, on-field on play. I think the Dolphins are going to get even better this year. So, you know what? Props to him for making a little uh, career goal and saying, hey, at 10, I'm out of here. I got other things I want to go do in my life. I think it's awesome. I had like a little fleeting theory, which I just disproved also while I was researching for today's show. <laughs> uh, I had a little theory, though. Have you seen all the viral videos of Tyreek Hill just like, obliterating people at 100 meter dash. Oh, I did see some of that. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. I mean, he's like, clearly he was doing time trials for the Olympics. I was going to say, maybe maybe he'll just go to the Olympics. That was my theory. But when I was researching that headline today, uh, the Olympics, next summer Olympics, unless he's training for 2028, which is in Milan. No, 20, maybe it's in 2020. I don't know. The 2024, the <laughs> next Summer Olympics are 2024, which would be after he retires from football. So he's no, definitely before. not going. It would be before. He would retire after that right. Olympics. That would right. happen before. So he couldn't do both. Or could he? Or could he? Hmm. 
Or could he? Or maybe he'll do the next Summer Olympics. Maybe this is just a developing story that we'll have to follow along and see what Tyreek Hill does next. I'm just saying if he becomes a track Olympian, you heard it here first. (laughs) All right, I'm going into my I'm going into my sports betting app and putting (laughs) putting money on that one right now. That's right. Maybe I'll win enough money to buy uh, this Babe Ruth bat for 1.8 million dollars. I look okay. As a as a kid. I used to love this kind of shit. Baseball cards, signed baseball, like you name it, I loved it, right? Like I thought it was the coolest thing. Then I reached a point in my life where I was like, this is absolutely ridiculous. I'm never going to make any money off these. Also, they take up a lot of space. So I'm just (laughs) wondering, what do you do with an $1.85 million bet? What do you even do with it? You are rich enough where you just have like a room full of trophy cases and it sits in a trophy case. All right, well, you Or... Or maybe you have a really rich uh, funder or someone on the board of your sports teams. Like, you know how they have trophy rooms at arenas and stadiums? Maybe it's for like an alma mater who has like a really rich beneficiary who's like, I'm going to buy you this bat. Or a museum has a really rich beneficiary. That's my second theory. But the first is just a rich person who likes baseball (laughs) about it. (laughs) Well, as much as I love baseball and Babe Ruth, uh, $1.85 million is a little high for my standards. Um, You talked a little bit about the Masters. Uh, We haven't really said Phil Mickelson's name in the same uh, sentences as PGA and the Masters, but he was very happy to be back, and there was a lot of conversation around uh, live players playing uh, with PGA players. But what I thought was most interesting, because we've talked – we've followed this we've talked about this you know on and on this saga live got right i forget exactly who it was but someone was being interviewed ahead of the master say and was asked what do you think about the live golfers playing mm-hmm. and the guy responded his response was so great he was like i don't care he's like some of these guys are my old friends that i used to play with every day like i'm happy to see them on the golf course he's like it's all you media people that are making this so bad like we used to play it's like as if you know they used to work at the same company and now they work at different companies he's like i still love those guys so i'm happy to see them out here and i just thought like after all the drama all the stuff that we've been talking about about this that was such a well-said answer to a rather annoying question that all these players are being asked on both sides, PGA, you know, whatever. Everybody's being asked it. Like, guess what? These guys, for the most part, just like each other and play golf together, and they're going to go out and play golf together. Now, I don't think everybody loves Phil Mickelson, but, you know, either way, I just thought the answer to the question was so, like, spot on and smart considering all the BS flying around about it. I know. Uh, I, I, it's so funny how I feel like the players are, for the most part, all good with each other. But if someone like has a bone to pick about it, it's usually about just live golf as an organization. Because right. there's this quote from Harold Varner where he, I had read this on Golf Digest the other day uh, in an interview with the Washington Post, and he like hates live golf his quote and i'm sorry this is gonna have f-bombs in it if you have kids in the car and you're listening to this there's an (laughs) s-word and an f-word but i'll use you know i'll use the shorthand uh they're full of s word they're (laughs) growing their pockets 
<laughs> I tell them all the time, all of them, you didn't come here to effing grow the effing game. So some people just like don't like live as an entity, but I'm with sure. you. It sounds like the dudes like to see each other no matter what, whether you're live golf or, and the masters obviously is like the tournament of yeah. all tournaments. So yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. I just thought it was a really good out outlook on it. And it's just, it brings it back down to earth. Like all this other nonsense and drama that's being talked about. Like these guys are paired up and have probably played together, you know, numerous times. And it's just yeah. nice to see your old friends on the golf course. Absolutely. Absolutely. Anyway, I can't wait to get on the golf course. As we said, it's uh, it's spring weather. It's it's getting in the 70s here in New York. I am yeah. looking at my golf bag. I just ordered new golf tees. And you know what else I ordered, Kate? You're going to appreciate this. Please. I ordered a cooler that goes in my golf bag that is specifically meant to fit High noons, and I'm very excited about it. You got one of the. Remember, I have one for when we went golfing. I'm very excited about it. I knew you'd be. I knew you'd be excited. It's just, you know, last year I started to buy all all of the new things for golf. Now going into my second season, I buy the ridiculous things you don't really need, but you get them anyway. I love that for you. I just sold my starter set of clubs so that I can have my big girl club. So it really is between you and me. And apparently John Elway, who is no longer employed by the Denver Broncos, the three of us can go play a scramble somewhere because now we, you know, we got, uh, we got a new teammate to hit the, hit the links. (laughs) He's got nothing else to do. His contract's ending. He's not coming back. Sorry, Broncos. Call us John if you want to get out there. We'll keep your, we'll keep your high noons warm. I mean, cold, (laughs) not warm. (laughs) You can have the warm ones, John. We'll take the cold ones. (laughs) Oh man. Well, golf is on the brain as are all these other sports. We covered a whole Uh bunch this week. Um, as a reminder, we're doing drafts on drafts every other Wednesday. So no new episode of drafts on drafts this Wednesday, but tune in next week and we'll have more huddle and more drafts on drafts. Yes, we will. And in the meantime, uh, you know, sometimes we ghost post or we ghost drop an episode. So don't forget to follow us anywhere you listen to your podcasts, Amazon music, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever. Uh, Smash that follow button. Make sure you're following our feed. So if we do drop something errantly, uh, you'll get a notification. You can listen to it. Um, But this has been fun, Michelle. This is a great day yet again for the huddle. And uh, I'm excited to chat with you again next Monday. So I'll see you then. Bye. Bye, everybody.